we put our roller skates on and we're heading off to talk travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas, you've just had some wonderful experiences in the island that is so much part of the southern part of Australia, Tasmania. It certainly is, Jane, and if anyone hasn't been there recently, and I know a lot of people have been there, but it keeps changing and evolving. We were there three years ago and have always wanted to go back again, and we've been there a couple of other times for shorter stays, but um, it's just got so much to offer, I think, for anyone and any age group, because you've got from adventure or for non-adventure, if you're not into it, for foodies, you've got culture, you've got handicrafts, you've got history. Um, so it really does offer you... And scenery. Oh, and scenery. And 8,000 lakes. Wow. In one little state. It's hard to believe, isn't it? How many did you see this trip? Not 8,000. <laughs> but a fair proportion. But um, we did this time... It sounds a bit silly, but we went from one extreme to the other. We did the extreme northwest and down to the extreme southeast because we had done last time Strawn, Gordon River, Queenstown, Zeehan, you know, Lake St. Clair, Cradle Mountain, Freysenay East Coast. Uh, we still included Lonnie or Launceston, Lonnie as we all call it, or, and Hobart because they're just two lovely little cities um, and they both have got they're both lovely in their own right. I like both of them, actually. Mm. They're, they're both very interesting cities. So we went on the spirit of Tasmania. And even just going on that vessel, if you've never done it, it's such an incredible thing to watch how they're so organised and getting the cars on and the trucks and the double Bs and then you've got the caravans and the motorbikes are somewhere else and the pets are somewhere else. And it, it is a real procedure and they handle it so well and so efficiently to get you on and off that vessel. It, it's quite an amazing thing to watch. So anyway, we had a bit of a rocky rolly crossing this time. It was a fairly big sea. We had the waves splashing up onto our porthole, but that's no. okay. <laughs> it's nice to have a porthole too, isn't it? It makes you feel it's a real holiday. Oh, then. yeah, it does. So, But anyway, we drove just across from um, Devonport, across through Alverston, Penguin, I love that name, Penguin, where they have the little penguins there, of course, Bernie Wynyard. And then we stopped at the Table Cape and, oh, out in bloom were all the tulips, tail end. So as far as the eye could see when you drive up to Table Cape, this bright point on the headland, are these beautiful iris and tulips. It's just amazing. And they, they send them all around the world, even to Holland. Mm. So, so a good time of year to go. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then sure, Pote Harbour, which is the prettiest little place. It's just gorgeous. Stanley, which is so interesting as well, and that's where they filmed The Light Between Oceans, of course. So they really promote that because they filmed that whole movie there. If you've not seen the movie, it is a great movie as well. And um, then you can do the walk up to the nut there, of course. Um, and then after that, we went on to Marawa. Now, that is one of the furthest northwestern towns you can go to on the west coast. And it's where the sea comes interrupt uninterrupted should i say all the way from south america and they get, get some of the biggest surfs that have ever been seen up to 19 meters have been recorded Ooh. now it wasn't 19 meters when we were there but the funny thing is you looked out to the horizon now you know when you look here out to the horizon you'll see a ship other than that it's just a flat line we could see the swell mm. on the horizon it was there so it's amazing and it's a pretty pretty wild rugged area from stanley however you can do you can't just get to Cape Grim on your own. Um, it is privately owned, um, and it's, you've got to go in by a tour called Wulno Tours, and apparently we didn't get an opportunity or time to do that, and it's an air tour that you can go in there and get right up into Cape Grim if you so desire to do that. Because Cape, Cape Grim is so well known for steak. its one, the steak oh. and wonderful air. The clean air. 
Yeah, that's what it's really famous for, I guess. So, yeah, so we went to this Marawa, and then from Marawa, we ducked down to Arthur River to do the cruise on the Arthur, and that was just amazing. You know, these beautiful sea eagles nesting and feeding their babies, and we threw them fish, which they pump with air, so they float, because uh, they can't get their feathers wet, which I didn't know. They can only use their talons, which you see them do, to pick up the fish, because they don't have the oil in their feathers. So we were watching these remarkable birds catching fish and taking them up into their huge nest to feed the babies, but we got so much um, knowledge of the history and the culture of the area and about the different timbers and the ancient timbers and how old they really are. It is a very wild, rugged area. And so then um, we drove on down the west coast then to um, Corinna, of course, which is in the middle of the Tarkine, and that was a gravel road for most of the way, and you feel like you're like almost like Wolf Creek. You're in the middle of nowhere. I'm waiting for something to happen. And, it's just and this, did it? No. It's just <laughs> this very long, lonely road for a couple of hours, and we saw one car, I think, towards the end. But anyway, that was great, and then we did a cruise there, of course, on the Pyman River as well, and they, we did a little afternoon cruise on a vessel called the Sweetwater, where it takes you up to Lubbers Falls, and then you do walk up all these steps and the larger boat that goes in the morning because we didn't have time to do that but because we'd done the Arthur River we thought we didn't need to do both two long days in a row on river cruises so this is a little short one but it's a smaller boat so the other bigger boat can't get you to where the stairs are you know for the lovers fall so that was really incredible to do that as well and Corinna we stayed in this old roadman's cottage which is the oldest remaining cottage in Tasmania for the man who looked after all the roads and we stay in this wonderful little hut that's of course renovated a little bit inside but very very quirky and very cozy little hut and uh, we're in the middle of the delights of Tasmania Sally Lucas having left the west coast just now well, yes we're heading off we went on the fat man barge as they call it across the Pyman River which is how you have to get there's a not all road you've still got to cross a river on a barge <laughs> which is quite remarkable would that be the shortest barge trip in? oh it would be I think it's probably shorter than Mungo Brush isn't it Oh, about I the same. So. Oh, no, I think it's less. It might be less, anyway. <laughs> yes. But it's the only, I think, single cable one. Okay. It's still right. operating. Yeah. Um, so really interesting. And then we went down, as I said, I felt I was in Wolf Creek, down this very deserted and remarkable remote type of scenery that you could ever experience to head down back down through Zeehan and um, Queenstown. We didn't stop there this time. We've been there before and headed on back down to Derwent Bridge where we had to visit the wall again, which is that famous wooden sculpture that's a work in progress. And he's just finished his 100th panel. And it's just the most remarkable story of the history of Tasmania. And he, he sculpts it with an axe and mainly and it is and you look at the veins in the hands the detail of an echidna's quills or everything he's done is just you look at the folds in a coat it it's honestly i don't think there's anything else like it in the world that i know of anyway but it, if you've ever down there you must stop and visit the wall they've got a little cafe added to that now which is nice and we had the most beautiful warming soup because it was a really chilly day then we headed on down to hobart which is always lovely and of course we got there in time so the next day we could do the salamanca markets which are always fabulous they're wonderful markets that are very genuine with local artisans local produce they're, they're just very, no rubbish traditional genuine beautiful markets and then we went on down to south or to north Bruni is where you enter but then we stayed on south Bruni, and that was lovely as well and we went or, this or, is of course an island Yes, South Bruni so you Island. Went, you had another sea trip. Another trip sea trip. Another sea trip across the water. Yes, short little ferry ride again, or punt ride. And um, yes, we stayed down there and went down to the lighthouse where we nearly got blown off. It was like the wind was blowing like a 
dog off a chain. It was right from the Antarctic blast that day, and uh, but it didn't stop us doing anything. You know, it was it's, the Tassies like that. It's you never know what you're going to expect any time of the year down there. We've been down there when it snowed in November, so there you go. Didn't snow this time, so we did that, and then we went to Adventure Bay. We were staying on one side of the island, which was the um, the western side, and we went across to the other side. Um, so we were staying at Lunawana, is what it's called, and we went across to Adventure Bay, where Cook has landed and all that. There's a lot of history there in this wonderful museum called the Bly Museum in an old converted church. And all the memorabilia was collected by a doctor who was fascinated by the history of the mariners in particular who came to Australia. And nearly all of them came to Tasmania before they ended up on mainland Australia. So it was, it was fascinating. We, you could have spent hours there. What he's collected, he's gone round the world. He's now deceased. And he did this in around about the late 40s to 50s. And there's original documentation, letters, logbooks, stuff from Cook, from Ferno, from Don Tracasto, from Boudin, from Flinders. Just just amazing. So that, that was really interesting. Then we drove up around the northern part to Dens Point and round there, and that's very pretty. And I didn't realise Bruni Island had a quarantine station for humans, not for animals. And they had thousands there at a time after the war because the men would come back sometimes. This is why they're always protecting Tasmania not just from the flora and fauna, but from human disease as well. And people had to go into the cleansing room and be doused in this awful liquid and all their clothes taken. And So that was really fascinating as well. So we did that. Then we went down the Huon Valley and, of course, right down to the bottom, as you told me to do, Jane, to Cockle <laughs> Creek, which is the furthest mo most point you can drive to in Australia, which is fascinating, again, with history down there as well, and down Recherche Bay and that area. We did the Hastings Caves, which is 60-million-year-old caves, one dry ones wet still forming absolutely remarkable and then we did went further up near Geeston and did the Lake Tahun Air Forest Walk which is quite incredible as well and that we, gets you up in the treetops oh it? way up it's quite a steep walk and a lot of steps so just be aware of that I've done other tree walks but this one was quite a you know wind up to get there it's not where you suddenly just walk straight out onto the treetops some of them are already elevated when you get there but these you've got to actually get to the elevation so just be aware of that if you're going to do that and then after that of course we had to head back up again and um, then we drove up the, the middle which we'd never done before and we stopped for, at this little place and it's a sad thing because you put in highways and sometimes towns die, sometimes they survive. But a couple of little towns in Tassie are dying. They're becoming ghost towns of what's happened. So we stopped at Oatlands and there was not even a coffee shop left. You know, shops were shut. There was a pub which was up for sale which had the bakery and coffee shop in it. And it was full of memorabilia of Errol Flynn and Marilyn Munro. Oh, and I've never seen such an incredible array of original photos, letters, photos of him with Bridget Bardot, with all these people. It was amazing. And I hope whoever is going to take that on secures and looks after that memorabilia. Then we finished up, of course, in Launceston, which we love, and up the Tamar Valley again, right up to the low head on one side of the Tamar, which has got the oldest foghorn existing in the world, called a diaphone foghorn that goes back to the early 1900s. And we went to Green Beach, which I've never been to, the furthest most point on the other side of the Tamar River, visited Beaconsfield Museum, see the seahorse aquarium we see all these little wonderful seahorses and the platypus world which was just absolutely amazing because it's so hard to get to see a platypus in the wild as you know they're very elusive and they still are learning about them and still there's a lot they don't know because they're so elusive so it was a wonderful trip and we took in different areas this time that we hadn't done before and certainly we'll be going back and doing more because it's such a wonderful little state packed with just so much so many walks so many things you can do down there it's it's just amazing 
amazing. Hot deals uh, in the current travel marketplace. What have you got? Absolutely, Jane. There's a lot of airfare deals out at the moment. I've only grabbed one with me because there were so many, but just check. It's not just with the one airline. There's a, just grab the British Airways one because it was one that was easy to grab. Now, these are available up until 30 November, and it's up for departures up until um, October next year. So you've got quite a range to book for. Um, you can get an economy return to Europe starting from just under thirteen hundred dollars that's pretty reasonable isn't it and you can get premium economy from under three two um business class from under seven first class if you're going that far from under ten and a half but they've also got fares into asia singapore thailand malaysia etc but like Cathay thai there's quite a few airlines out there who've got some really great airline deals at the moment if you want to grab a bargain um closer to home there's some Nice little specials available at the moment to both New Caledonia and Vanuatu. And if you don't want to travel too far and get that little bit of French experience in New Cal, but you also get a part of that in Vanuatu being once a French-British condominium. It still has a French influence there as well as having the beautiful island people. And they've got lots of deals available at the moment also until the 30th of November. So there's quite a lot of deals finishing on the 30th of November, but they've got quite good savings. Some of them are up to 40% off. So that's forty percent's a huge rebate. So that's well worth considering. Um, Evergreen, they've had their early bear offers, which we've mentioned before. Um, they have extended them, but they do also finish on the end of November. This is their Canada and Alaska early bear offers and they've got a Canadian um, Rockies tour with Alaskan cruise, an 18 day itinerary uh, with a saving of up to $2,300 per couple and that leads in at just over $6,500 per person. That's pretty good value for money for Mm -hmm. all that inclusion as well. Aurora Expeditions we talk about them because I love them because that's who I went to Antarctica with Um, and they've also got some deals at the moment extended till the 30th of November where there are savings on their 2018-19 program with early bird discounts on cabins available there and also up to 20% for 2019 on their Arctic itineraries because you've got to book early for these. You're probably thinking, why am I talking that far ahead? But these are small vessels that book out a long, long way ahead. You've really got to think one to two years ahead if you're looking at a small expedition vessel to the Antarctic or the Arctic. Um, and also for 2018, they've got a free city stopover on a lot of their Arctic season voyages valid until also 30 November. 30 November is the date at the moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another cruise here. This is an 18-night fly-stay cruise on the Norwegian uh, cruise line, and it's on the Norwegian breakaway. You fly from Australia into Copenhagen, and then you're doing a wonderful cruise which takes you down through uh, Amsterdam, onto Southampton, to Cork and Ireland, down into Portugal, and eventually off to New York before you fly home. So that's a nice 18-night interesting itinerary as well. Now, that is September 2018 and that also starts um, under 22 uh, under 3200 dollars sorry for that fly cruise package so that's very good value for money Wendy Wu tours at the moment has got a free upgrade if you book a Vietnam tour with her uh, with her program um, to upgrade to premium economy um, one way um, with a free one or both ways only for an extra $99 and you can get premium economy return to Vietnam. So another good value. These are interesting, Jane. This is called A Queen, Vineyards and the Desert. Now, oh. what queen are we talking about? Not Priscilla, even though we know she did go to the desert. This is a 17-night um, itinerary. It's a rail and sail explorer. You get three nights accommodation in Darwin, including a full-day tour of Kakadu, two-night train journey on the GAN from Darwin to Adelaide, 
five nights in Adelaide, including the Barossa, Kangaroo Island as well, and some time in Adelaide. And then you get a seven-night cruise on the Queen Elizabeth from Adelaide to Sydney. And that starts from under 6,800. It's for February 19. February 2019. And its sale is valid until January, end of January 18. Um, other than that, there's some great unique sailing adventures where you can save up to 30% on selected sailings in the Med when you book by 31 January as well. And this is on those wonderful star clippers. So if you want a wonderful sailing experience under sail as well as engine, they offer some fabulous itineraries around the Med and in the other times of the year, also around Asia and also in the Caribbean. And they've also got some great offers there. So plenty to choose from. Wonderful. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. We'll talk travel again next Friday for our sponsor, Travel On King, on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.